glorious day that will be. Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Word Show, a program that seeks to discuss all things marital, all things relational, and all things single. My name is Tommy and I'm your host for the next few minutes. And we began our program by listening to a song from A Few Good Men, a group based in Pretoria. And that was Zwai on the lead singing the song what a day that will be, glorious day that will be, when I shall see my King Jesus. What a beautiful song. Well, I hope that you've had a beautiful week and a blessed week. Well, we've been blessed quite significantly because the rains are falling here in South Africa and the Lord is blessing us quite abundantly. Well, I thank you for the feedback that we received uh, last week regarding the pro uh, the discussion that we had the discussion on appreciation. I know a lot of you are still stri- struggling to come to terms with appreciating your spouse, but I just want to encourage you keep on trying, keep on putting the energy to appreciate your spouse even in the smallest of things. May the good Lord bless you as you continually try to become a better spouse in your marriage, as you become a better husband and a better wife. Well, today we just also want to talk about one of the most difficult topics or difficult um, challenges in any marriage. Forgiveness. Forgiving your spouse. Forgiving your, the spouse who cheated on you. Forgiving your spouse who used painful words on you. Forgiving your spouse who abused you financially, who abused you mentally, who abused you physically. Forgiving the spouse who has caused you pain in an untold manner for years. Why is it important to forgive your spouse? But I just want to start with a disclaimer and say, for those husbands that are busy bashing their wives, beating them up, the discussion that we're going to have tonight is no license to continue beating your wife and then saying, please forgive me. I just want to say to those men who are beating up their wives, you need help. Go to God for help. Go to rehabilitation for help. For those wives who have been continually bashed and they're hoping that it will end, I just want to take a stance and say, report that man to the police because we do not want to read about you in the newspaper that you have been beaten to a pulp and you are left lifeless. That's the disclaimer that I just wanted to put across. I want to start off by reading a verse from the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 12 and it reads as follows. 
forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have okay let me read it in this version forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us now there's a condition to forgiveness when we pray the lord's prayer we say god may you please forgive me just as i have forgiven those that have trespassed against me and i just want to start by saying that a marriage that has got no forgiveness will never survive a marriage that has got no forgiveness will never experience peace and joy because forgiveness is a fundamental pillar to marriage why is it so because you'll remember the verse that i love genesis chapter 2 verse 24 a man shall leave his father and mother's house and he shall become one with his wife he shall cleave so it means that a man and a woman seek to become joined together emotionally physically spiritually but here's the challenge we are now seeking to join one to another under conditions of sin adam and eve were created in a world of perfection there was no sin and they fell into sin meaning that the conditions of our marriage never became easy it means that we came with baggage And so when you come into marriage you're seeking to become one but here's the problem you come with sinful baggage and this baggage is causing problems but in order for your marriage to go on you'll need to forgive one another not one time not two times not three times but the bible says seven times 70 we need to treat each other the bible says treat other treat one another treat other people as you would want them to treat you so it is important to forgive one another why because why should we forgive maybe that is the biggest question for now when we forgive before we forgive it means that we have been wronged and it causes pain and so what does pain do pain has a way of hiding in the deepest darkest, darkest parts of our hearts and then bubbling to the surface in ways we least expected have you ever seen this person they just explode one day we may think that our inability to forgive is like a form of revenge to our partner they hurt us now i'll hurt them in reality holding on to pain and anger just becomes a huge mass of a, of negativity that's that eats away at our emotional mental and physical health let me repeat that again why should we forgive so what happens is when we have got this pain it hides in the deepest darkest parts of our hearts and so we become so negative and this negativity affects our emotional well-being affects our mental well-being it affects our physical health our inability to forgive is hurting us far more than it is hurting our spouse there you are sitting oh he caused me pain i want to forgive him but you realize that it is you that is feeling more pain 
Oh, she did this to me. I won't forgive her. It is you who's feeling pain. So why should we forgive? Because not forgiving causes us more pain, steals our joy. It makes us miserable. And we will want to come to a point where we define forgiveness. We will want to define what forgiveness is. So most people think forgiving is a form of weakness. No. Now, forgiveness is that point where a person deserves to be punished for the wrong that they have done. And you, as the offended, decides to forego the punishment and give the offender an opportunity to redeem themselves or to right themselves with you. So it was with God. So what did, how did Christ treat us? I, I quickly want to jump to a verse that is found in the book of Psalms. Psalms 103 verses 10 to 12. The verse reads as follows. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens, for as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgression from us. So he has not dealt with us according to our sins. But what has he done? He has forgiven us. And so that's what forgiveness is all about. It is about how God has treated us in the first place. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will continue discussing this matter about forgiveness. Remember, you are listening to the Friday Night Word Show on Goliday FM. You're listening to the Friday Night Word Show with Tommy on Goliday FM. There's no other name so sweet as Jesus. No one ever cares so much. You listen to radio. The number one need of a woman is completely opposite. Here it is. It's affection. The number one need of a woman is what? Affection. Very important. A woman doesn't need sex as much as she needs affection and love. Affection is not love. Affection is not sex, rather. Most men believe that when they are completed with their sexual experience, a woman is happy. It's not necessarily true. Matter of fact, many times, most women are angry after their husband climaxes. Because she's not fulfilled. Because her need, everybody say need? A woman doesn't want affection. She needs it. Just like a car needs gasoline, a female needs affection. Affection is not sex. Having sex with your wife is not an expression of affection. Is usually the results of it. Affection, let me define it for you. Affection is the application of effects to produce an effect. Again, 
Affection is what? The application of an effect to produce an effect. In other words, to show affection, you've got to apply something to the person. And it has an impact and affects them. So you, you give an effect. That's why a woman needs to be told every day by her husband, I love you. It's an effect. Every day. Ten times a day. You tell her, I love you. She needs that as affection. Affection is sending her flowers for no reason at all. Affection is holding hands with her in public, walking through the mall. That's an application of effect. Affection is telling her, come sit near me again while we're driving. You did it when you were courting. What happened now? Affection is kissing in public in front of your old girlfriend. Come on, let's talk about it. Well, that was Dr. Miles Monroe talking about the number one need of a woman, and that is affection. And well, I just want to remind us, gentlemen, let us be affectionate towards our wives. Now, we are talking about forgiveness. Why should I forgive? What does ben- uh, 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 forgiveness benefit me? Forgiveness is about self. It is not about the perpetrator. It is about setting yourself free. You know, when you, you're so angry, you get into this anger, you, 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 you don't want to talk to this person, your emotions are running high. And all of a sudden, you're avoiding them. You don't want to have a conversation with them. There's awkward moments. Then there's tensions and all that stuff. And then you become unhealthy. Some people even have heart attacks because of anger. So what does forgiveness do? You free yourself of these things. You say to the person, I forgive you. And so what you're doing, you're heaping coals of fire upon the person. Well, I didn't ask for forgiveness. They'll think to themselves. And this person is forgiving me. Why should we forgive? Luke chapter 6 verse 37. Judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. That is Matthew chapter 6 verses 37. So now does that mean when you forgive the pain goes away? Definitely not. It takes time. We are emotional human beings. We've been pained. But the moment you forgive you begin the process of setting yourself free. And I I just want to encourage us to understand this. Forgiveness just does not come like, boom, miraculously. But forgiveness is a process. Forgiveness is about you going to God and saying to God, God, I do not have the strength nor the power to forgive. May you please give me the strength to forgive. Let me remind you of the story of Joseph. Joseph is hurt by his brothers. They sold him into slavery. And years later, when he sees his brothers, he tests their honesty, their sincerity. And when he thinks and when he sees that they are sincere in everything, he puts away everyone, his servants. And so when you do when you forgive your spouse, you do not when your spouse has offended you. Do not go around telling the world. 
Joseph did not go telling around the world his brothers sold him into slavery. He put away the people and he called his brothers and he said to them, I am Joseph and I forgive you because God had an intention. Do you think it was easy for Joseph? The Bible records that he cried and I believe that he cried because of the pain that he felt. And forgiveness is also saying to God, I respect what you say to us in Romans 12 verse 19. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. Forgiving says, I will not do what you did to me, but I will leave you in the hands of God to deal with you. Forgiving is saying, I will not revenge, but I will honor and respect God. So it is important that we realize that forgiveness is not only just about us. Forgiveness is a form of worship. You are worshiping God. Can you imagine if we were in marriage and there was no forgiveness? Look at this. We are not perfect. None of us is perfect in marriage. Because marriage is about two people who are not perfect. Marriage is about two people who have got imperfections and saying we want to dwell together. And yet, in the process, they step on each other's toes. And if we do not say, I forgive you for what you have done, then many marriages would have fallen apart. It is so unfortunate that because most of us lack forgiveness, most marriages have ended in divorce. Forgiveness is a state of mind that enables us to diffuse tension and see life with a loving perspective. Forgiveness is about love. Forgiveness is saying, I love you more than the wrong that you have done. And I'm going to say to you, please do not do the wrong that you have done me this moment. Does it mean that they won't repeat the wrong? There's a huge possibility. And yes, Many a times we have repeated that wrong. And hence the Bible says, forgive seven times seventy. So why is it important to forgive in our marriages? It is important because it sets us free. It helps us. You know, when we forgive one another, you know what it does? Forgiveness draws us together. It strengthens our love. Forgiveness is a form of love in action. You said, I will love you when you got married. Through every process. Through every stage of life. So when we forgive, our love is strengthened. I I, I, I once experienced something. A very close uh, person to me was betrayed by their spouse. And after a struggle, after a, a year of separation, this person says to their spouse, I forgive you. Let us reconcile and let us dwell together once more. See, that experience has never left my mind. After such betrayal, somebody says, I forgive you. I know there's a wife who has been cheated on. I know there's a husband who has been cheated on. And God is appealing to you. The Holy Spirit is appealing to you. Forgive. 
go through the process of forgiving. What happens thereafter is your choice. What happens thereafter is your choice. I'm not giving you a choice. I'm simply talking about forgiveness. Forgive the person. Set yourself free. Forgive and be free. It's not easy. It is not the easiest thing to do. Not forgiving causes you to be poisonous. I've seen a lot of people, you know, who because they've not forgiven, this bitterness spreads into all their lives. You you meet a woman who's been betrayed. She's just bitter at every man. She's just nasty. You meet a man who's been betrayed by a woman. He's just nasty. He thinks every woman is evil like the woman who betrayed him. And, and, and all of a sudden, this person cannot relate to people. And you mess up, you miss out on the good things in life. Why? Because you've just become this bitter person. Bitterness spreads to every part of your life. Forgive your spouse because freely we have been forgiven. So it says in Romans chapter 5 verses 8. Forgive because freely we have been forgiven. He forgave us freely even when we did not deserve it. Forgive because it sets you free. Forgive because you are putting love into action. Forgive simply because you love this person. Can I tell you something interesting? Have you ever noticed that when you are angry with your spouse, at the same time your heart yearns out for them? And sometimes I ask myself, why am I angry at my wife when all I want to do is to hold her? When all I want to do is to laugh with her? I'm angry with her, and yet at the same time, I want to tell her something interesting that I saw during the day. I'm no longer free. Forgive because you want to continue relating with this person that you're sharing your life with. Forgive because God is appealing to you to forgive. But where do I get the strength to forgive? Maybe that is the greatest and the biggest question. Connect yourself to the Almighty Forgiver. God himself. Connect yourself to the one who forgave you and me when we did not not deserve it. I appeal to you tonight. Forgive your spouse who has hurt you. Forgive your spouse who has lied to you. I appeal to you. Forgive your spouse who has cheated on you. If he needs to go for an HIV test, let it be so. Forgive them. Forgive your spouse because you also need to be forgiven. Forgive your spouse because one day you will seek forgiveness. Forgive your spouse because your spouse is not perfect. Forgive your spouse because you too are not perfect. Forgive your spouse because love is no love. If 
there is no forgiveness if you want to experience forgiving somebody talk to somebody who has forgiven and ask them what the experience was like what did it do to them if you want to experience forgiveness the joy of forgiveness remember how god has forgiven you for the worst sins that you ever committed how god gave you a second chance i wish so many of us would forgive one another and divorce would be reduced these days we don't forgive because we sit around with friends who tell us forgive him for what he doesn't deserve it can you tell me of one person who deserves forgiveness most of us don't deserve it but god gave us forgiveness i appeal to you tonight talk to god about forgiving tonight ask him to give you the strength ask him to direct you may the good lord bless you now and forevermore amen Well, we've come to the end of our program and we've been discussing forgiveness. Maybe next week we'll just look at it again shortly, just briefly as to what are the aspects can we look at in forgiveness? The power of forgiveness. What does forgiveness do for us? We become grateful. So, we've read quite a number of verses. I just want to remind you about the verses Luke 6 verse 37. We looked at Psalms chapter 103 verses 10 to 12 there's a whole lot of verses that we can look at about uh, in about forgiveness and i just want to encourage you go into the bible and read about forgiveness Matthew chapter 6 verses 14 to 15 for if you forgive men their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you and i just want to reiterate forgiveness is not humanly easy but forgiveness is divine and i just want to encourage you reconnect with the master and the savior and he will give you and i the strength to forgive our spouses for the so many wrongs that they do to us and our spouses will in turn forgive us for the wrongs that we do unto them and as we close our program tonight we will listen to a pro uh, for uh, to a song from Sela and the song says I'd rather have Jesus. May the good Lord bless you until we meet again next time. Remember to connect with us on Twitter Golide FM at Golide FM on Instagram Golide FM underscore 19 or you can drop us an email at Golide uh, or at Golide FM at gmail.com. May the good Lord bless you until we meet again next time. The name is Tommy and I've been your host on the Friday Night Word Show. Good night. Ta-ta. Ciao.
that never reaches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be lived by His nail-pierced hand than to be the king of a vast domain and be held in sin's red sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. This world.